going on guys? Welcome back to the show. Today we're talking about fat loss, a little bit on the mindset side of things. We're gonna talk about the what, the how, and the why when it comes to fat loss. And I have a couple notes if you see me looking down, just trying to stay on track here and not go on too many tangents, keep it a bit more concise. Um, and before we start, I just wanna get a couple things out of the way. Um, for starters, I nor anybody else is allowed to decide for you what you think is important. This podcast is only meant as a potentially different perspective for you to take and absorb and again, compile with your other perspectives and decide for you what you think is important. Like I'm not, I don't get to decide nor any coach gets to decide what you should be doing or what you should value or what you should act on and what you should think is important. That's horseshit. You, you get to decide what that's what, you know, what is important to you and what you act on and what you value. And I don't think it's a coach's job to be blanketly encouraging people to lose weight, to encourage you to lose weight as a client potentially. Yes, I am a coach. And part of what I do is discuss some of the potential benefits for clients um, in terms of maybe it's a physical uh, quality of life improvement, maybe a longevity benefit, maybe there's mental growth that can be had, but it's not my job to say that you should lose weight. I mean, that's just not true. And we'll talk about that a little bit more in the podcast. There's no, I'm not deciding what you think is important. You need to come to terms with that yourself. I can help be a mirror and a springboard and a support system for you to kind of understand what potential benefits, what are the potential pros and cons of certain decisions in this fitness space? Because I'm the one, let's say, with a bit more of the information on that, but I'm the, gonna be more of giving you that information as a coach and you are gonna be the person who's deciding what's important, not your coach. There's no, you should do this. No coach should be beginning sentences with that without proper context and relationship with the client, let's say, whatever. Um, this is not a pump-up speech for people to, for you to lose fat. Right? This is not a pump up speech. Oh, you gotta, this is how you gotta go about losing weight and you you need to know your why and all of that stuff. This is not a pump up speech. I don't, you're not gonna leave this podcast being like, wow, I totally gotta go lose weight now. Um, this is not a pump up speech to lose fat. Obviously, just based on the last two things I said, that's not a coach's job to encourage you blanketly that you should go lose weight. Um, this is a pump up speech just to take a step back and ask some questions and gain some perspective, a clearer image, a vision of what you want for yourself. Fat loss can be a part of that, totally. Um, yes, there is an obesity epidemic, right? Yeah, we 70% of the nation is overweight. We're nearing 50% in terms of adult obesity. Like, yes, that is, those are both true. But there's also a fuckload of healthy people by, you know, by certain standards um, who are not as happy as they could be thinking they have to lose more weight and they have to look a certain way and they have to meet some, some external expectations for some reason. And while fat loss can absolutely 100% positively improve quality of life and longevity for some people, totally. For many others, realizing you don't have to lose fat can absolutely in and of itself be and bring greater and deeper quality of life improvements. And I work with people on both ends of the spectrum. I work with people who I think maybe fat loss can just objectively speaking improve, let's say biomarkers or you know resistance training can improve certain bone density and strength, and there's improvements in quality of life that I think is available to people potentially through fat loss. I also work with a lot of people who, fat loss actually probably is not a route to objective health improvements. It probably isn't. There's a lot of people that are like already healthy looking to get leaner, let's say. And for those people, there's a, a real like, um, I'm almost, I, 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 I'm, as you can tell, I'm just not at a loss for words, but I think a lot of those people need to take one small step back and be like, hey, what, what am I really doing this for? Like, like, is this something that I wanna do for reasons X, Y, and Z, and that's gonna keep me motivated? It's gonna bring me, like, the whole, like I don't think I'm a fat loss coach. I 
My goal is to help you improve your quality of life through the integration of nutrition and fitness into your life. Um, and that can mean a lot of things. It doesn't necessarily always mean fat loss for everybody. That's not true. Um, cool. Now that we have that out of the way. This podcast is uh, was kind of just spring, just like launched into my brain from a Q&A that Jenna, my fiance, did maybe, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. She started her cut and she threw up a Q&A box and was like, hey, ask me questions about my cut. And we were just sitting there. She was answering the Q&A. We both kind of were like reading over some of the questions and there were just basically 99% of the questions were about like the structure, the what I would call it. Um, and when we look at fat loss, I just don't think these what questions in air quotes are holding anybody back. Like we're not in an obesity epidemic because of the what, of the, of the what when it comes to fat loss. We're in an obesity epidemic for many reasons, right? But it's not the what. Um, and when we talk about the what, the structure, the numbers, these questions sound a lot like, what are your calories going to be? You know, these were the questions that she was getting asked about, like how, you know, about her cut. Um, what are your calories going to be? What is your protein going to be? How long are you going to be in a deficit? What's your goal weight? How many meals are you going to eat? How much weight do you want to lose each week? When are you going to stop your deficit? Um, and, and I'll, and, and again, as much as like, I'm, I'm the pref, the, the point of this podcast is that these questions are not as important as some of the how and the why, the, I will I will meet you halfway and I will say these questions need answering. Let's be real. Like like most of them need some sort of addressing. Like you have to start somewhere. You have to pick a calorie number. You have to pick, I mean, you don't, listen, if you're gonna count your calories, let's just start with this. Like, um, sorry, I should have started with, you do not need to count your calories. That's not like, I'm gonna be talking about this in the context of counting calories because that's the context that Jenna is, you know, that, that this podcast was sort of born out of. Um, assuming in this context for this discussion that you're going to be counting your calories to as your tool to help create a calorie deficit to lose fat. You don't need to do that. You do need to be in a calorie deficit. You don't need to count your calories. It's just one very direct way to um, make that happen. And so a lot of these questions need some sort of answering. Yeah, you, you're going to have to pick, uh, you know, even if the question, first question was, are you going to count your calories? Like these questions need answering. What are your calories going to be? What's your protein going to be? You know, What's your meal structure going to be like? You know, whatever. Um, th those questions need some answering. So I'm not saying that these are useless questions. They they need answering. They're just, you know, the answers to these questions or whether, or, or rather like whether or not you choose the right answer or you choose the right calories to start with or the right protein number. Like, or even if there is a right, there isn't, for most of these, there isn't really a, a uh, all-encompassing right answer. It just has nothing or, or basically nothing to do with whether or not somebody is going to succeed with fat loss or weight maintenance over the long term. These are all what questions, right? And yes, they need answering, but the what is easy. Like the what is so fucking simple. I'm gonna give you in the next, I don't know how many, maybe one minute, an entire podcast on the what. Here are the answers to the what questions. When it comes to fat loss, and we're talking about the what, the structure, the numbers, here is everything you need to know. Start by using any calorie calculator to establish maintenance. They're all gonna give you different numbers. None of them are perfect. Pick one. And maybe slightly underestimate your movement if it asks you for a movement or activity multiplier. Take that number. Decrease it by 300 to 700 in that range, uh, depending on personal preference, to start to establish your initial numbers for being in a calorie deficit. So you're gonna take maintenance, you're gonna decrease by 300 to 700. You're gonna eat more than 0.7 grams per pound of body weight of protein per day to maintain muscle and to stay satiated. That's gonna help you, again, maintain muscle. Hopefully, we're gonna talk a little bit about some resistance training at some point. Um, but again, 
maintenance calories, take off 300 to 700 based on personal preference. Also could depend on your total calorie number. If you are a slightly larger person with more calories, maybe you could drop a total greater number. But again, there are circumstances where I wouldn't advise that. So again, it's definitely very person dependent. Eat 0.7 grams of protein to maintain, 0.7 grams per pound of body weight, current body weight to maintain muscle and stay satiated. If you wanna eat more than that, you totally can. Let your carbs and fats fall where they may. I do not advise the average person who's looking to change body composition, get fit, lose some fat, feel better, gain muscle. They need to be super neurotic with their carbs and fat numbers. You don't. Uh, calories and protein equated is gonna give you 95 to 95 to 99% of the same results with way more flexibility. I'm gonna have a podcast coming out in a couple of weeks with that discussion of macros versus calories and protein in a little bit more detail with like a little bit more like back and forth of counter arguments but you'll see that my stance will remain. Um, cool. Get eight to 10,000 steps per day. Again, more the merrier within reason of sustainability. So if you get a little bit more and that's sustainable for you, that's great. But get at least eight to 10,000 steps per day. On average, track something that lets you know if you're losing fat. Weight, measurements, something. Track something that, that gives you some feedback that it's working. Pay attention to how you're feeling, hunger, sleep, fatigue, irritability and make adjustments if it's not working or if you start to feel like shit, like if those metrics aren't moving or if your biofeedback is tanking. Get out of the deficit when you lose all the weight you wanna lose or if you haven't, even if you haven't, if you get to a point where the things you'd have to do, lower calories, increase movement, to keep the deficit going, you don't want to do for any number of reasons. And then we could talk about reverse dieting as a slightly separate topic here. So here is a whole podcast on the what when it comes to fat loss. Use fucking any calorie calculator to establish maintenance. Maybe underestimate your movement if there's an activity multiplier. Um, decrease calories by 300 to 700. Again, pretty person dependent, context dependent, but you, you know, and somewhere in that range is gonna be uh, significant enough to actually start to see some movement most likely, which is feedback that's probably helpful. Eat at least 0.7 grams per pound of protein to maintain muscle, stay satiated. Um, a little bit more, the more the merrier is still fine, totally cool. Get eight to 10,000 steps, track some metric, some form of a metric to give you feedback that it's working. Pay attention to your biofeedback. Make adjustments if it's not working. Get out of the deficit when you're done losing fat or even if you're not done, you might be mentally done because you know the things you'd have to do, you don't wanna do anymore. Um, Great, and then we could talk about reverse dieting again as a slightly different topic. Like that's the entire what, that's literally it. Um, yeah, there's some flexibility in there to implement personal preference, but that, that is literally it. Like there's no, it's not more complicated than that. Now, the what is not more complicated than that. The how and the why can make things more complicated. And obviously that's the fucking whole point of making this podcast is like that, those questions right there, like that's it. Anybody wants to know something about the what in terms of fat loss, that's it. You know, you want we can talk about how many meals per day, how many grams of protein per day, like, totally discussion that happens in the margins. And if you want to have it, you can, but in most cases, it's a forest for the trees discussion here. Um, like, and I'll level with you. Those questions, like the things I just mentioned, I'm not saying they don't help anyone. I think there are people who listen to that just now and learn something. And those questions need answering. You got to pick a calorie number, right? You got to pick a protein number. If you're going to track calories, if you're going to track protein, you do need to roughly understand that framework. How are you gonna go about making adjustments? You need to understand that, you know, whichever calorie calculator you use, it's just a guess. It's not perfect. It doesn't know you. You're using it as just a jumping off point. Like you, you, there are people who are gonna have learned something there. So asking the question in Jenna's Q&A, for example, is like, I get it. There are questions there that will be helpful if answered. 
but I'm just seeing so many questions on the what, and just more than just like the number of questions, just an overall emphasis. So many people on Instagram talking about this many grams of protein, like this calorie calculated for maintenance. You know, this is, uh, you know, exactly how many calories or how much weight you should try and lose per week. And, and I'm not saying that's totally useless. It's just a misallocation of your limited resources or better yet, it's not the bottleneck for most people. Like, um, I've coached hundreds of people, probably in thousands. I've just never had a client go through a fat loss phase and be like, yeah, you know, this really, we really didn't, you know, didn't find success because we didn't pick the right calorie number to start with, or we used the wrong calorie calculator or the protein number we picked was off, you know? Um, and that, and that's because you know, you could say the confounding variables, that's because they've hired me and those questions are already answered. And if they hadn't hired me, they wouldn't have known where to start. Uh, and, and that's all well and good. Um, but I also think that most people shouldn't be going at this alone. So I think it's all, it should almost go without saying that you, you hire some form of support and guidance and education through a coach. So, um, just making this podcast basically because I think we're spending a little bit too much time on the what, uh, and not enough time talking about the how. So let's talk about the how, what does that even mean? What is the how, what are some, like, if we talked about those, what questions, what are some how questions? Some how questions are, how are you going to adjust your eating habits and pattern to make adherence easier? How are you going to adjust your schedule to fit in a little bit more and prioritize a little bit more exercise? How are you going to change your habits to reduce friction and be more consistent? How are you going to manage social your social life and events? How are you going to manage those around you who might not be as supportive of your changes? How are you going to deal with things when they aren't going perfectly according to plan? How are you going to get get your, how are you going to adopt a mindset of getting back on track? And how are you going to make it different this time? Like these questions, these are the questions that we need to spend more time on. If you're trying to lose fat, like, yes, we need to answer some of those what questions, but that should be done in five minutes. We should be done with that in five minutes. If we have an hour call, we're spending five minutes max on that discussion. We're spending 55 minutes on these questions of like, how are we going to set up a structure? How are we going to... Um, adjust your your schedule to make time for x y and z how are we going to you know work on you know how am i going to achieve these goals but also cook for my family how am i going to manage social events how am i going to manage my alcohol intake you know what's my sleep routine going to be like and and how can i start to improve my sleep hygiene stuff like that how am i going to make it different this time than all the other times i tried to lose weight how am i going to sh shift my mindset how am i going to shift my structure of my habits like these things just don't get enough attention. Uh, I'm not saying they get no attention. I think a lot of coaches who are listening to this, they're like, yes, I talk about this with my clients. You totally do. I know most coaches are good coaches and they're addressing this and they know this stuff's important. Um, it's not, not, this podcast not made to like attack coaches that aren't doing a good job. A lot of coaches do a really good job. I just think that we are spending a lot of time on numbers and not a lot of time on the discussion of uh, mindset, mindset shift and trade-offs and habit formation, behavior change, motivational interviewing, getting your clients to think more about, you know, what's important to them and make their own decisions, that sort of stuff. I mean, just like talking a lot about setting calories and protein and steps. And listen, that stuff, beginning to start to track your data, it's, it's relevant. It's important. If you don't know that stuff, I get it, but it's so damn simple. And it's not like people are, we're not in an obesity epidemic because people don't know how to set their calories for fat loss. Like it's just not how that is happening. Um, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to make lean too heavily on that point, but just again, think that think that the that we're spending a little bit too much time on the what and not enough time on the how. Like, how are you going to change your habits to be consistent with them to make lasting change? Like, that is the million dollar question. The problem with this, the problem is these are more uncomfortable questions. These are more uncomfortable questions. They're not math problems. They are 
they involve discussing 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 action. They involved trade-offs and and making some form of sacrifice and actually fucking changing your behavior and your lifestyle, giving up certain things to prioritize other things. Everything is a trade-off. There's no free lunch. Everything's an opportunity cost. You're making a change, right? And that is always more uncomfortable. And that is where the actual progress happens from is actually these behavior changes. Like, you know, it's easier to talk about calories and protein. It's harder to talk about drinking less at barbecues and not making every occasion a special occasion or having tough conversations with your spouse about supporting you and not sabotaging your efforts and with this like, you're no fun fucking dementor attitude. Um, those questions can be challenging, but they are the ones we need to spend more time on. People are not succeeding on their health-related goals for these reasons. And if we're looking at like, how can I get my clients better results? How can me as a client get better results? I need to ask and answer these questions honestly for myself. Um, These are the questions that are holding you back from making lasting behavior change. And fat loss is is about behavior change. It's about a shift in value hierarchy and value structure and sometimes a change in identity. Um, It's not about, you know, the perfect calorie and protein number. Again, those are relevant questions because you need to answer them. But just, God, I just want to spend a little bit more time with this discussion of, of the how. And while we're on discussions of things that are more important than the what, I think the how is massively important. I think how you're going to go about doing this is, needs a ton of addressing, but fuck, I even advise with, uh, taking a step back for everybody. Take one more step back from the how and start asking why. And, and sometimes I, I cringe when we talk about the why. It's like fucking super corny. Know your why. Like, know your why. Sounds like woo-woo and corny and sounds like some something that would be on the top of like a self-help book and I'm... I'm staring at like Simon Sinek's book is like start with why. And like, first of all, I love the book. Great book. But I, I think that there's a negative connotation to this. It feels like woo woo. It feels like therapy. It feels like, you know, first, first of all, yeah, all of those things would be beneficial for everybody, frankly. Um, but yeah, I just think it has a woo woo connotation to the point where like people just like brush off this question. And I've had that motivation. I've had that uh, opinion at some point uh, before. And again, this is not a pump up speech. Like I'm not, I don't, I'm not saying, hey, know your why so that you can have this deep reason to lose fat. That, that would be a bias towards you should go and do that. I don't think you need to lose fat or you should go do anything. It's like a big, more so on the body autonomy side of things. If this is something you want to do, great. But take a step back and start to build that perspective. Like this is more about an objective, totally hands-off asking why, because maybe you come to the realiza- realization that your reasons suck and you don't like them. And you actually, they actually don't lead to your happiest life. These trade-offs that you would need to make to achieve this, external physical goal or even a health-related goal, maybe they actually just aren't part of your happiest life. They don't involve trade-offs that you want to make. Again, it comes back to you get to decide what's important, but I think it's important to decide for yourself what's important and why you think that stuff is important and analyze that. I don't get to decide what you want, but I think it's important to ask yourself why you want to lose weight. It's likely that there are better and worse reasons based on your evaluation, not mine. I'm not saying, I'm not judging your, your, your why, but I think if you were to ask why, you would realize that if you made a list that there are things that you think are more important and less important, deeper and more meaningful, less meaningful. Um, you know, reasons that you'll feel very motivated by, maybe in a positive way, and reasons that you'll think, hmm, maybe this is something that I you know, should start to work through, or maybe this isn't something that's serving me in my best life, or maybe this isn't something that I'd want for my children, right? And while asking yourself in this current moment is a really good idea, I'm a big fan of asking 90-year-old you, he or she is wise as fuck, like asking future you, hey, if I look back on my life and I this was my value hierarchy, how am I going to feel about those choices? Um, 
you know, it's a bit of a morbid thought, but a lot of what motivates me these days is like, what am I going to regret more? What am I going to regret less? Um, those sorts of decisions, I want to be able to, uh, I want to be able to make decisions at least by asking that question and making sure that this isn't just a short-sighted, maybe more superficial thing that I'm after and that, you know, future me will be a bit proud that I made X, Y, Z decision. Um, and, and let's let's be totally honest here. I think fat loss can improve quality of life and extend life for a lot of people, 100%. I think, let's be honest, there's 70% of the country is overweight. We're trending towards 50% adult obesity. Like, And I'm not saying that fat loss will improve all of those people's lives, but I do think that there's it's more likely than, than for someone who's at already a healthy body weight. Um, so I, yes, I do think that there's a, a high percentage of our population that would likely see some either health direct biomarker or indirect quality of life improvement or longevity benefit um, from considering fat loss, let's say. But there is a percentage of you listening to this that I will make a statement that I think is too high that are already healthy by most standards and are still spending your either your entire life or just too many emotional fucks on um, trying to get leaner to meet some expectation that you're not even sure how you have that expectation on yourself. Like a lot of times there's, uh, you know, you ask yourself why you're doing something or why you think something's important. Like, did you decide for yourself that, you know, seeing ab definition was important or is that just like an aggregate of, you know, a lot of stuff that you heard when you were little and how you were raised and media consumption, like, did you, do you, how often do we step back and think, hmm, why do I value this thing? Have I made a decision that this is important or, or am I just acting subconsciously on, you know, the, the aggregate of things I've consumed over the years? Um, you know, is this really something that I would want for my kids to so highly value? I think a lot of times we just, I ask that question because most people are more, um, are better to their children than they are in their own heads. Want better for their children than they give themselves credit for themselves, let's say. Um, and I think what's gonna happen if you ask yourself why, why do I wanna lose fat? Let's just pick fat loss here. Why do I wanna lose fat? One of two things is gonna happen. Either you're gonna connect with some deep reasons that really matter to you and future you, and you're gonna keep those at the forefront and they're gonna help a ton. And between the why and the how and the small discussion of the what, do you have a good chance of succeeding here? because there's a deep meaning to why you're doing what you're doing and you know that there's a connection to something more important that you really want. And that's cool, that's really great. If that happens, that's awesome. But equally awesome, and I mean that 100% honestly, equally awesome, is that maybe that won't happen. And maybe, you know, you come up with reasons that you look at and you're like, well, maybe I'm actually happier not trying to lose the last five pounds, the last 10 pounds, last 15 pounds, Maybe they're not worth the lifestyle trade-offs that they would cost and that trying to live an even leaner life maybe isn't my happiest life. Like at the end of the day, these are all questions about what's gonna make you the happiest. What's gonna give you the happiest life? And what, again, sometimes actually we're just talking about like my, like my experience as well. Again, just my experience, this whole fucking podcast, just my opinion, just my perspective, just hopefully show, just gives you something to think about is I'll have coaches or clients a lot of times that are in that bracket of like, hey, you're already healthy. Fat loss isn't going to make you any healthier. Now that doesn't mean you can't go do that. Of course that doesn't mean you can't go do that. Of course you can do whatever you want to do. Um, but, but by going for fat loss, one of two things happens. You either lose some fat, realize that the trade-offs weren't so bad, 
you're like, oh, I like the way I look. It didn't cost me crazy trade-offs. And this balance of leanness and lifestyle is one that I'm super happy with. And, and you ride off in the sunset and this was a great experience. Or you try and lose fat and you think that when you start that the trade-offs are worth it. But as you get into it, you realize, man, I really am missing X, Y, and Z things that I've had to sacrifice. And the trade-offs that I need to maintain this, either achieve or maintain this leanest body actually isn't worth it. I have, all I want as a coach is for you to leave in a happier way, let's say, happier than you got here, um, in a better place than when you got to me. And sometimes that is not from fat loss. It's, and, and, and I would almost go as far as say in many cases, it's the realization that you probably don't, you know, being as lean as you thought you wanted to be when you arrived in my inbox probably isn't your happiest life. And maybe losing no fat at all and just staying where you're at and maybe focusing more on getting stronger and some of that stuff and uh, just general things that are more important to you Maybe that ends up being your route to a better life. Um, maybe you're already doing all the things that you should be doing, and it's more about taking a step back from these expectations that you place on yourself that you don't even know where they're from. And I mean that mostly from an external perspective of I need to look a certain way. Um, and I find that to be just like in a dichotomous way, two very beautiful outcomes. I have people who lose fat all the time, helped hundreds of people lose fat. And I wouldn't say all of them got happier. For sure, definitely. Oh my God, definitely not all of them. Um, and I've had other people lose no fat at all and leave my coaching in an amazing, much better mental state where they can go on and live a happy, healthy life, realizing shit, man, these last five, 10, 15 pounds, they weren't worth the trade-offs that, th that would be required of me to lose more of that weight. And the reasons why I wanted to lose them were not reasons that actually I value very much when I really get down to it and dig deep and am curious about those feelings. Um, so I could really, I could really go on with this topic for a lot, for a lot longer, but I just, am going to close it down here because I feel like I'll end up saying the same thing a whole bunch of times. Just do me a favor before you embark on a fat loss journey. Ask yourself why you want to do this. Then ask yourself why again, and then ask yourself why again. So why, and then why do I think that's important? Why do I want that? And then why do I think that's important? Why do I want that? And see how you feel about those answers. And if they check out, move forward to the how or to the what and then to the how, right? The what is like, I'm gonna set these numbers and the how is like, how am I gonna actually adhere to that? Just don't waste your life trying to lose the last five pounds or reaching some arbitrary weight goal that no one on earth gives a shit about. And even if they did give a shit about, they're probably part of the problem for caring so much about you being a certain number on the scale or a certain level of leanness or making you feel like you have to be. Just take a little bit of a step back and ask yourself why you're doing stuff and what's actually important to you because we're just, I'm not, I'm not like on the diet culture bandwagon, but there's this big, like, like fat loss isn't going to make everybody's life better. Like a lot of people have other values that they really enjoy that make their life really great that if in order to lose fat or be a certain level of leanness, they'd have to give up in some respect. And I just feel like we fucking forget about the fact that these are, that the, the, the that every, you know, every gimme has a gotcha, that there's a trade-off for these things, that there's pros and cons and sacrifice and juice that is or isn't worth the squeeze and all of those statements just end up churning out to fairly synonymous things here. Um, okay, that's gonna be the end of this podcast. I just wanna help people think more about the perspective. I think that there's a lot of people out there that probably have objective uh, potential for health benefits from a biomarker perspective, maybe from a longevity perspective, from a physical health perspective. That's totally true. I think that there's a lot of people that fall in that category where fat loss might help some of those things. 
There's also a percentage of people listening to this that have never taken a step back and thought, man, why do I think being even leaner or as a healthy person losing more fat or this amount of muscle definition or having a flat stomach or, you know, pinching my love, like why is getting rid of that or why is why are these goals important to me and how do I, and, and why is that important and why is that important? How do I feel about that? And how does 90-year-old me feel about that? And I'm gonna stop rambling now because I told you this would happen and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Where Optimal Meets Practical. If you liked the episode, it would mean the world to me if you posted a screenshot to your social media or left a five-star review on iTunes. That stuff really helps. If you ever want to get in touch with me, just shoot me a DM on Instagram, at Jordan Lips Fitness. I'm always around to chat. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.